Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here, and today I wanted to talk about the difference between soft shackles and hard shackles. So my channel is mostly focused on newbie overlanders, so if you are sort of newer to overlanding or, you know, you've heard a lot about recovery but you're not as familiar with it, I'm going to give you some good basics on kind of the benefits, the pros and cons of soft shackles versus hard shackles and kind of when and where to use them in a recovery. So if you want to learn more about the difference between soft shackles and hard shackles and some of the benefits of each and when to use them, stay tuned. Alright guys, so as I mentioned in the intro today, I'm talking about the difference between soft shackles and hard shackles. So, let's start with what they are, right? If you are unfamiliar with uh, recovery, if you've never really had to be recovered or done recovery, uh, recovery means to recover a vehicle. So let's say that you were off-roading your vehicle and you got into a muddy pit and you couldn't get out and you had to have someone else attach a toe strap or a winch or something like that to pull your vehicle out of a mud pit or a rocky situation. Any sort of situation where your vehicle becomes stuck and you need to recover it, you're going to need recovery gear. Now there's a huge variety of recovery gear, and again, today I'm gonna to focus on soft shackles and hard shackles, but those soft shackles and hard shackles are basically things that will allow you to attach other recovery items to your vehicle. So you will need things like a recovery strap or a kinetic rope. Um, again, I'm not gonna to dive too deep into those, but I will put links to all that stuff in the description below just to make it as easy as possible. I'll share with you guys what I use. Um, I carry generally a recovery strap about 30 feet by about three or four inches across, I believe. And then I've got a kinetic rope and then I carry about four soft shackles and a couple of hard shackles. And I have a snatch block, which a snatch block just kind of gives you a way to sort of get a better angle on your winch line if you are using a winch and don't have a good way to get it where you need to to recover a vehicle. But again, today we're focusing on soft shackles versus hard shackles. So let's show you what the... Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor all, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Bizarre. Here I've got these new ones that I just got from Nylite. I've got about probably six of these things sitting around in various configurations. I will say these new ones from Nylite are super, super nice. One, they're powder coated. They've got this sort of rubber protector on the end here, which, you know, just protects your line a little bit, kind of keeps it from fraying on the edge of the metal and just protects any sort of strap that you would put through that, that sort of thing. It's also got these rubber, uh, O-rings on the inside here. So if you are going to leave this mounted on your bumper, it's going to reduce that rattle that you would normally hear from it, you know, being metal on metal on your bumper. So that's kind of nice. And then it also comes with, the pin does screw in. Then it also comes with this cotter pin on the end here, which is really nice. So again, if you're going to leave these on your vehicle, you don't have to worry about them potentially, you know, working themselves loose and losing the pin or losing the D-ring altogether. I personally don't leave hard shackles attached to my vehicle. One, because they're really easy to steal and someone could just walk away with them. And two, 
I don't leave them on unless I think I'm going to be in a situation where I may need to be recovered. I always keep them with me in the vehicle. I'll keep them in my drawer system in the back. I just don't keep them on the truck. So, but some people do. If you want to keep them on there, you could. The other thing is they can rust, right? They're metal. So if you do leave them on there, you just risk more wear and tear. And you've got that rattling noise, which again, I find annoying. But these are pretty much, you know, pretty well built. These Nylite ones are pretty well built. They're pretty heavy duty. And they've got a lot of these nice features like these rubber O-rings that if you are going to leave it on, they're a pretty good option. Then a soft shackle. This one comes with a nice little carrying bag, which is pretty nice. This one is from U Creative. And again, I'll put a link to all these in the description down below. So if you're looking for one to get, this one was pretty inexpensive. I think I got two of them for like 30 bucks. Um, but you can see these are basically soft shackles. So essentially what they are is they are synthetic line like you would see on a uh, winch line, that sort of thing, with a big ball on one end and then a loop on the other end. And then basically what it is is the rope will go through itself so that you can expand that end and then put the ball in through it. And then you put your strap through the middle of that and then that is what holds it uh, instead of that metal hard shackle. Again, this set comes with the soft shackles itself with these sort of like protectors, these fray protectors. So it's gonna help. I don't know that it really does a ton when you put that kind of stress and pressure on it, it's gonna rip right through this thing, but it just kind of helps a little bit, these little sleeves uh, to protect the soft shackle when you're using it. The nice thing about these is they come with two extra sleeves per, uh, they come with two extra sleeves per soft shackle and they each get their own bag. So if you use one shackle and get it dirty, you can throw it back in this little bag and keep it from getting mud all over your seats or your floorboards or whatever when you throw it back in the vehicle. And then they've got these little drawstrings at the top. Again, this for 30-ish bucks, this comes with two of them, two bags, two extra sleeves per shackle. So it's actually a really good deal on soft shackles. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So now let's dive into when to use which, right? So again, these are just going to be the basics, right? So if you are using a metal hard shackle, typically what you want to do with those is I use them as attachment points to my vehicle. So think about if you have an aftermarket bumper and it's got a D-ring mount in it, it's going to have, you know, some sort of a, a strong welded on supported gusseted uh, support with a hole about three quarters wide for this D-ring, uh, for this D-ring to go through. So you're going to take this off of the, the actual U-shaped part of the D-ring. You're going to put this through that and then you're going to attach it to your vehicle. The metal ones make a ton of sense attaching to a vehicle because, again, the soft shackles could fray. So for example, if you were to use this soft shackle and put it through a D-ring uh, holder, one, it's going to be a little bit tricky to get through there because it's a soft shackle. You kind of got to feed, you know, this end through there and then on those sharp metal edges, it's there's a good chance that this could fail and it could it could shred on that metal. Whereas with these, they're metal, right? Like it's it's a beefy metal D-ring. It's not gonna fray and get shredded by your bumper. So again, if you're attaching to the vehicle, then a D-ring, a metal D-ring makes a ton of sense because it's gonna give you the ability to not have to worry as much about failure, not have to worry about fraying, not have to worry about any of that stuff, and it's gonna give you a good solid mounting point. Now, one downside to the hard shackles versus the soft shackles is ease of use, right? So you can see this thing, and most of these are like this. It's only got about an inch wide 
uh, opening in it. So when you remove this pin from it and you're trying to get, let's say one strap down in there, generally you're gonna have two ends of that strap, right? So if you're trying to get a strap down in here, it can be a little bit tricky to get the strap to go down in between these metal use uh, and to get them all to fit because you can see how small that hole is. Whereas with a soft shackle, you know, it's a lot bigger and it's flexible. So you could, you know, take this apart versus this is rigid. You could take this soft shackle, you could wrap up, you know, two different straps, three straps if you wanted to, and then get this around it. So it does make connecting straps a lot easier with the soft shackle than the hard shackle. So again, typically I will use these on my vehicle on a bumper with a dedicated sort of D-ring mount or attachment point on the front. Um, in the case of my 2023 Frontier, I'm still stock in the front. I don't have an aftermarket bumper, so I have metal toe rings, basically. They're not hooks. They're actually circular rings, and they're just big enough for this to get over it. So you can put the metal D-ring around it and then drop your pin down through the middle of it and attach it, and you're good to go, and then you can put your straps through there. So again, if I'm attaching to my vehicle, I'll use the hard one. I don't leave it on all the time, but I will put it on when I'm, you know, going off-roading or going over-landing, and I think there may be a chance for recovery. If you have to attach multiple straps, we had to do this recently when I got myself stuck in some mud. Uh, we actually, it was so muddy that we'd had no traction for like 40 feet back behind my truck. So we ended up taking my 30-foot recovery strap and then attaching my kinetic rope to it. In that situation, to connect those two straps, the toe strap and the uh, kinetic rope, we used a soft shackle in the middle. The reason for that is, one, it's a lot less weight, right? It's not metal, it's soft. So when that kinetic energy disperses, so if you get yanked, if the person that you're hooked up to pulls and something fails, instead of a big, heavy metal ring flying at your face, you have this soft shackle, which is gonna disperse that energy a lot better, it's a lot safer, and it's just a lot less likely to kill you if something were to fail and this would shoot off. So again, whenever you're connecting two ropes together, or if you're connecting, uh, you know, maybe multiple straps and you need uh, something that's, you know, going to have enough room in the inside of it to be able to connect those straps together, a soft shackle makes a ton of sense. Connecting to the vehicle, metal D-ring makes a ton of sense. Um, so then let's kind of finish this up with pros and cons, right? Maintenance too. So a lot of the pros and cons have to do with maintaining the equipment. Now with all recovery equipment, again, if you're unfamiliar with this, if you haven't used this before, it all requires some level of maintenance. You don't want to get out there and find that your D-ring, for example, has gotten rusty and this pin won't come out. You know, if you can't get the pin out, you can't use it and you get stuck, you can't recover yourself because your recovery gear has not been maintained. So that is one thing with the hard shackles that is sort of a downside is rust, right? They're metal, so you just gotta watch them. You gotta kind of maintain them. You may wanna spray some WD-40 down in here to keep that lubed up, especially again, if you're gonna leave it on your truck. There are a lot of folks that leave it on their truck. It'll sit through a couple seasons of weather and it'll freeze up or rust up and get stuck in there. And then they may get in a recovery situation and they can't even get a strap on this thing because they can't get it off their bumper. So make sure that you maintain those. Watch out for rust and stuff on the hard ones. Make sure that you don't lose your parts. You know, when you're in a recovery, sometimes this cotter pin could be kind of tricky you may lose it same with these rubber o-rings uh, you just got to kind of pay attention to your stuff and then maintain it and clean it up when you get home with these soft shackles they work a lot like a synthetic winch line um, so if you're familiar with that you know if you go out and you use them you're gonna get mud on them unlike the metal shackles that are just gonna rinse off or you know the dirt's just gonna flake off the dirt doesn't really hurt it you don't have to worry a ton about if it gets dirty cleaning it per se you might just rinse it off in the hose when you get home with the soft shackles you actually need to clean them out so if you think about this it's like a rope right so if you look at this material, if you get sand and mud and stuff in there, then it can grit on it just like sandpaper. And over time, it can make this thing fail. It can make your soft shackles fail. So if you use this thing and you get it really super muddy on a recovery, when you get home, you need to actually probably um, 
and I'll try and put a link down in the description. I know I've read a couple of different forum posts and stuff about it, but the basics of it are usually what I'll do is I'll take like a bucket of water and then I'll put these things or my winch line or whatever down in it and just sort of hand scrub it, right? Kind of clean it up, try and get all the stuff out of it and then I'll rinse it off. So again, you're just trying to get the dirt and the grit and that stuff out of it and clean it up and then you're good to go. And then you lay it out, you let it dry and you throw it back in its bag, throw it in your stuff so you make sure you've got your recovery gear and then you're all set. So there is a little bit of maintenance no matter which way you go, whether you go with metal shackles or soft shackles. Again though, to kind of tell you my setup as a way to wrap this episode up, I would recommend probably having a couple of hard shackles with you. And again, there'll be links to all these in the description. I would probably take two to four soft shackles with you. I would have a recovery strap, I would have a kinetic rope, and then I would probably have traction boards too. And I personally use the Bunker Industries traction boards. And again, I'll put a link to those down in the description below. They're a good budget option. They're, they're not too expensive, but they're really nice. And they have some replaceable parts, so they're serviceable. But that'll do it for soft shackles versus hard shackles. I hope that that was some good info for you. Again, if you're newer or if you've been kind of thinking about it or, you know, you hear people on the Facebook groups and forums and stuff ask all the time, what kind of, you know, what kind of recovery gear should I get? Is there a kit out there? Is there an all-in-one kit that I can use uh, for recovery? What should I get? There will be links to all that stuff in the description below. So hopefully that makes it really super easy for you to find helpful stuff that will work for you that's still budget-minded. Um, I would also finish by saying a lot of people might say, like, Oh, Nylite, they're cheaper shackles, right? Or these U Creative soft shackles, they're cheaper shackles. That's true. And if you have the budget, go for the bigger, more expensive stuff. And I'll put some, some more expensive options down in the description below. And they're right. They are designed a little bit better. Like Factor 55 stuff is really good stuff. And I definitely do like their stuff. Um, but I would say, too, if you're brand new, you never really push your limits too much and you don't go out that much and you don't really feel like you need recovery gear instead of having nothing having some budget stuff as a just in case is better than having nothing it's better than saying i'm not going to spend 800 on all my recovery stuff spend the hundred and get the budget stuff and have something versus nothing so this may be a good place to start again it's not like it goes bad i've had some of these shackles for years and years and years and they're still in my kit um if you want to then eventually, if you find out that you're more into four-wheeling and off-roading and you want to do more wheeling stuff, then, uh, you know, you could upgrade to better quality gear later on. But uh, at least start with something to start. So, again, I hope that was helpful for you. If it was, click that like button if you're on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, leave a five-star review. It's huge. It helps a ton. Um, as I mentioned in the description down below, will be links to all the products that I mentioned, plus some other recommendations for, like, the bigger name brand stuff for recovery. There are also links to all my social channels, so wherever you want to hang out, I'd love to have you. Um, there's a link to my website where I've got funny overlanding camping stickers and patches. So if you're into that kind of stuff, click through that link and check those out. Uh, free shipping on everything, and they're pretty reasonably priced. So again, if you're just looking for some nice quality PVC Velcro-backed patches and uh, really high-quality stickers, uh, those are really cool. Check those out. And then last but not least, there is a link to my Patreon page where we've got a 24-7 Discord and we chat all the time. That's a ton of fun. And also the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group. So again, if you just found this video, if you've never heard of me before and you are newer to overlanding and you're looking for a place to ask questions and learn, check out the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group. It's a great place to learn. Um, but again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.